Hello, welcome to a new episode of Supply Cast, podcast from the Healthcare Supply Association. Today is today it's a Andrew Daly cast, isn't it? Because we are we are revisiting, as we do regularly, with Andrew Daly from Hempsons to get a legal update. Um, unfortunately, this is probably going to be a short episode. There's not really a lot to talk about, is there, Andrew? I don't, don't think. Yeah, no, not, 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 <laughs> not much has happened recently, Bruce. No, not, 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 not nothing at all, really. Nothing at all, really. Uh, so what we do is we're just going to tell a few. We're just going to tell a few not not jokes and uh, and and stuff like that. Um, well, obviously, we're joking. A lot's happened, uh, and that's uh, why we're uh, going to discuss about Dave. But so much has happened that what we're going to do is this is episode's going to give you an overview of all the stuff that's happened recently, and there's a lot, all, all, sort, all sorts of royal assenting going on, isn't there? There's royal assents all over the place. You can't move for a royal assent at the moment, can you, Andrew? So we're going to give an overview of everything, and then what we're going to do is, we're going, then I think Andrew's going to chat a little bit about what he's going to be covering at the Winter Conference, November 28, 29, coming up. And, and then what we're going to do is we're going to kind of go into detail on each of the developments in their own uh, uh, podcast with Andrew after in upcoming episodes. I think that's right, isn't it, Andrew? That's our I scheme. Think, I think that's what we just agreed, Bruce, yeah. That's our, that's our, that's our, <laughs> you know, that's our cunning plan, isn't it? To uh, cover everything that's happened in the last, what, couple of weeks? Feels like a couple of weeks. Yeah, no, it, it, it's, it's been a particularly busy couple of weeks. Um, and it's all pointing to it's all going to change in 2024. So mm-hmm. uh, we can look at what has happened so that um, people can keep um, abreast of that. Um, and then, as you say, we can explore some of it in more detail ahead of when they will um, come into force. Yeah. Excellent. So I suppose if we're going to give a little overview, what do you want to overview on, overview on first? Well, what are the three things we're looking at primarily? So we have, firstly, the Procurement Act. So that has now received royal assent, mm-hmm. um, but we are still looking at that coming into force in October 2024. So we're still uh, 11 months away from uh, that actually coming into force, but we now have what is in the Act. Um, the second is the Provider Selection Regime, um, and that subject parliamentary approval will come into force on the 1st of January 2024. Mm -hmm. Um, And to um, go along with those two big changes in legislation, they have also just published the thresholds that will apply for the public contracts regulations from the 1st of January 2024 onwards, Mm -hmm. because they will apply um, from then. um, And obviously the the public contracts regulations will apply until the Procurement Act comes into force. Mm -hmm. Yep. So uh, where, where do you want to start? What do you want to start on? What's the um, overview of first? Well, I, I, th- I think I think if we start with the Procurement Act, uh, because that is the um, the change that has been looked forward to um, for, for a while now. And we've had the, the various updates uh, from Cabinet Office as to when it would um, receive royal assent. And we've been waiting for... Uh, the point where we can say this is what the the provisions of the Act actually are. We've had a very good idea for a while, but it was always subject to the the final um, debates, etc., um, in uh, the Lords and in the Commons. Um, but though those have now been brought to an end, 
Um, the Act has received royal assent. Uh, it was um, has recently been uh, published. It's only available at the minute uh, in PDF format. But what we are going to need to do now is um, start crawling over that and seeing exactly what is in there uh, to be able to give uh, updates as to um, what that means uh, for contracting authorities and um, supplies going forward and to start breaking that down as to what is the difference between the position under the Procurement Act come October next year and the um, the current position under the Public Contracts Works. Okay. Um, so did is, did that did the um, notice of it getting royal assent? Did that come uh, not out of the blue exactly? But it seemed people have been a bit surprised because we spent so long saying when is he going to get it? When is he going to get it? We don't know. Maybe then, mate. and then suddenly, just felt as if it sort of took people by surprise a little bit. Well, I, I, I suppose being being quite blunt, it's when mm. um, the two houses stop what's known as ping pong, sending things back between mm -hmm. them to debate and um, effectively they agree on the wording. And once they've mm -hmm. agreed on the wording, then it can receive royal assent because there's nothing more to debate. Yeah. Um, and it um, it was it was done um, on, on um, well, um, uh, before Parliament was prorogued uh, before the King's speech. Mm -hmm. So um, it's, um, it's done... But I think I think it's important just to say that the Procurement Act is only part of the story. So over the summer, and we've, we've spoken about this before, there have been a couple of consultations on the secondary legislation, the regulations that will sit under the Procurement Act. Um, and there's going to be various other um, legislation, regulations published. There's going to be guidance. There's all the training that's going to be provided um, by Uncle Tom Cobley and all, to be honest, because um, everyone is, is going to have a view on what this requires. So whilst we have the Act, and that's great, that's not the whole story. Mm. And it, it is important to remember that we are not going live with this until at least October 2024. Yeah. So up until then, the public contracts regs continue to apply. Um, and, I th and I think what is what is going to be really quite interesting is whether or not people are happy with processes under the PCR and whether or not they're nervous about them under the Procurement Act. Don't, we don't know yet, but mm. um, there will be transitional provisions, which means that processes started under the PCR will continue under the PCR, even though it will in October 24. So we could end up in a point late summer next year with people wanting to get their processes launched under regulations they're familiar with, mm -hmm. as opposed to the new... Uh, position under the Procurement Act. Or it might be that people look at the Procurement Act and go, great, this is much better. Let's wait for that and therefore delay things until whenever it comes in yeah. in October next year. We'll, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. So what's, what would be the message to HCS, HCSA members right now? Um, well, we now, we now know what the detail is in the Act. Um, it's not short. Um, there is a lot, there's a lot of words in there. Um, so I think it's um, attend training that's available, think about what it means, but don't lose sight of the day-to-day -day requirements to do things properly now under the current legislation. Okay. Uh, did you want to move on to uh, provide a selection regime? I think, I, think that's, I think you should move on. By I think let's move on. The provider selection regime um, and... Um, this is something that has been uh, close to my heart for the last um, couple of years because um, 
I can now actually say I've been advising NHS England on its implementation for the yeah. past two and a bit years. Yeah, you used keeping that under your under your hat. Not, no, I wasn't, I wasn't allowed to say anything, Bruce. Kind well, confidentiality, you know. You know, I like to think we're friends. You know? <laughs> <laughs> my my, no, my regulator might, might not take it that way. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, you know, I thought it would be fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so, so, so the provider selection regime... Um, this is, uh, and I know I've said this a number of times before, but just to reiterate, this is a different change to the change under the Procurement Act. Mm -hmm. And this is a change that subject to parliamentary approval will come into force on the 1st of January. So we're waiting for um, debates between now and the end of December in Parliament uh, just to uh, confirm whether or not they approve them or not. But it is a bespoke regime for the procurement of relevant healthcare services by relevant authorities. And if you fit within that, you will no longer be caught by the public contracts regulations when procuring relevant healthcare services. And effectively what the provider selection regime will do is give more flexibility to relevant authorities. So relevant authorities are NHS England, ICBs, local authorities, combined authorities, trusts and foundation trusts when they are procuring certain types of healthcare services and they're defined in, in the PSR. Um, and um, so if, if that is the case, there is more flexibility. The default of tendering has been removed and there are um, three ways to award. There's direct award processes there's A, B, and C. There's three different flavours of direct award processes. There's the most suitable provider process and the competitive process. Um, and with, with the provider selection regime, you've got the regulations, which, as we say, are awaiting parliamentary approval. But as well as that, NHS England has published draft statutory guidance. So that will no longer be draft when the regulations come in. That will be the statutory guidance that relevant authorities must have regard to. And also, NHS England has produced a number of toolkits to assist relevant authorities understand what their obligations are going forward. So um, there's frequently asked questions, there's flowcharts, there's process maps, um, there's um, and, and then an FTS guide. Um, and I think what you what you will notice in um, both of the Procurement Act and the PSR is the increased amount of transparency. Um, and in the in the PSR, there's 16 schedules to the PSR regs, of which 13 deal with transparency. Um, but what you have to do is use the current notices that are um, available under the Find a Tender Service for the public contracts regs and shoehorn the PSR requirements into that um, which means that there's a guide being produced as to what we suggest you put in certain places to help you do that. So mm -hmm. over the last couple of years, we've, we've been working with NHS England and the, and the policy team, the NHS England legal team, to work through all of this to hopefully um, provide a regime that um, people can follow and will improve the commissioning of healthcare services going forward. Right. And also a lot of this information and updates to Hempton themselves, can we cover them on the HSA website? They can obviously be found uh, directly on the Hempton's website as well. Yes, they definitely can. Um, and there's, there, there, will, there will be lots of articles um, mm. because there is just so much happening and so much to take in. 
um, that um, we we well we hope you find them useful. Um, it's there to get to to give that information um, to 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 keep up to date with everything that's changing because. In the in the twenty odd years I've been doing procurement, nothing has changed as much as it has or will do in twenty twenty four. Oh, there's the headline. There's the headline statement from someone who lit from literally almost a horse's mouth in many ways. <laughs> Certainly when it comes to the provider supply regime. Um, so should we move on to the third part of our? Yeah. So so, so the, the, the third the third part is the update in the thresholds and. That's normally quite big news um, in um, in the in procurement mm. news um, at this time of year. What will apply from the first of January the following mm. year? Um, this this year is kind of the the <laughs> the middle pages of the newspaper. It's not headline news mm. because the other two are are obviously um, bigger. But the thresholds that will apply from the first of January have been published. Um, to be honest, they're not nigh on identical to what they are now. Hmm. So, um, for example, if a central government authority uh, wants to procure a uh, supply contract, the current threshold, inclusive of VAT, is £138,760. From the 1st of January, it's going up, but not by much. So it will be one hundred thirty-nine thousand six hundred eighty-eight pounds. Oh, wiggle so, room! Yes. So um, <laughs> if, if you always were wanting to procure something for one hundred thirty-nine thousand, mm. you now will be below threshold, whereas currently you are above. Now so is the time. That they're, they're they're available on the website. They'll, I'm sure there'll be a PPM published um, mm. shortly, anyway. Um, but the the um, the threshold for services and supplies has gone up slightly. Um, circa thousand pounds for um for central government authorities and sub-central authorities works has gone up um from well five million three hundred thirty six thousand nine hundred thirty seven pounds to five million three hundred seventy two thousand six hundred nine pounds um but interestingly the light touch regime threshold has not changed mm. so that remains at six hundred and sixty three thousand five hundred and forty pounds inclusive of VAT. so normally that's the big news this year it's mm. the kind of um the further news after the procurement act and the provider selection regime it's the funnies at the back of the paper as they used to be isn't it if you like <laughs> it's the light reading at the back um, so just before we move on, I want to have a little. We're going to just sort of touch on what you're what you're what you'll be addressing at the winter conference, because um, this will be our last check in with you prior to that, with it hurtling quickly towards us. Um, you said there you've made it very clear 2024 is going to be like a a banner year in terms of procurement. Um, how do you think, like? HSA members, for example, how should they be approaching what's coming in 2024? As you say, it's going to be like an ex, you know a unique year in terms of changes in what is already a fairly ever-changing environment. How do you think they should approach it? Uh, I, I think that's a really difficult question um, because people will approach things in different ways. Mm -hmm. There are those amongst HSA members that want to know every last thing about what's in the legislation, yeah. work through each and every point, 
Um, then there are others that will want to know roughly what's happening and then the detail will come along when they run processes. Mm -hmm. And I think with, 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 with all of this, until you actually start applying it, some of the issues will be less obvious than others. Um, yeah. So we know there are going to be far more notices under the Procurement Act and indeed the Provider Selection Regime than there are now. Mm. And we know that because it's been it's been on the cards and people have been discussing it for a while about resourcing burden and the risks of extra transparency, meaning extra challenges, etc. So there'll be some that now really want to grips with, to get to grips with what that means. There'll be others that will wait and sort of yeah. see what happens and, and, and how it works. I think the, the important thing and um, you're going to have had to be living on Mars to not know this, but things are changing next year. Mm -hmm. And I think you need to decide the level upon which you want to know the detail. <coughs> Excuse me. There'll be some, for example, whose job is to um, do specific things under the reg. So potentially calling off frameworks, for example, they will concentrate on what the new requirements on frameworks are and what and what that means. Um if you are thinking about running processes, you'll need to think, as I suggested earlier, whether or not you're going to run that under the current rules or wait for the new rules to come in. Does your timing allow that? And it, I think where where hopefully we can add value to, to HSA members and, and, and others is, well, this is how you do it now. This is how you'll do it going forward to mm. enable people because – I think be, being blunt, when, when you look at the public contracts regulations, okay, yes, we have to know what's in all of the regulations, but there there are there are the specific regulations that people need to look at more often than others. So competition being absent, um, negotiated procedure without notice, etc. Regulation 32, material variation, regulation 72, debrief, regulation 86, all of those things. Um, the, need, the need to look at um, some of the more... Um, lesser use regulations is is not there and the same will be the position under under the procurement act um the provider selection regime as it happens is a lot shorter so most of them will need to be considered um as as you, as you go through but i think it will be up to people to decide how much they want to know and when so yeah. um the I, I know that uh, there's going to be central training provided and it's going to be at different levels. That's the same for the PSR. There's training being provided by NHS England that we're supporting them with. Um, and then you, so you've got different levels of that. It's it's what you want to know and, and, and when. Um, but ultimately, when this new legislation comes into force, the respective dates, this is the law that will apply. And like all, you, well, you'd expect me to say this, wouldn't you? But you'll need to know what the law is to make sure yeah. that you're not that you're compliant with it. Because if you're yeah. not, that's where the challenges are going to arise. What you're saying is you're going to have a good year, <laughs> 2024. Well, everyone might be fed up with me, so I might not have a good year. But, um... No, I mean, listen, that's what you're there. I mean, you know, I mean, literally, that's what Emsons are there that are there for, and and that's why people. You know, the our members and visitors to the conferences love hearing from you, which they will be doing at the end of this month. Um, we had a little chat before we went on there. Um, you've got a couple of sessions you're going to be doing there, aren't you? Can you tell us about what, when and what, what you're doing that on? So um, on the Tuesday, the first day of conference, I'll be on the um, in the main um, 
stage talking about development and mm-hmm. given everything that's happened it will be quite difficult i think deciding what to say in that in that slot um but i think the the intention um is to concentrate on that on the procurement act mm-hmm. um and then uh for me to then come back on the wednesday uh, and do a breakout session um on what the provider selection regime means because we thought that if we tried to cover everything off in one session, I'll be speaking even quicker than I normally do uh, <laughs> to try and get it um, cover, get, get everything covered. So we'll concentrate on the Procurement Act on the Tuesday and then the Provider Selection Regime in a breakout session on the uh, Wednesday. Uh, so if you want to know more, then by all means, join me for um, that. And hopefully I'll um, tell you what you need to know. Well, I, the, the one thing's for certain: it's always a it's always a busy room when when you're speaking, Andrew, um, and that's obviously even more so. It's going to be at this conference, um, which, by the way, we've got you know fantastic numbers for um, that are going to that. So I think you're going to be like a, you know it's going to be standing room only in there. Uh, Andrew, thank you for that parade of the current situation with all the stuff that's been happening. As I said before, what we're going to do is we're going to, in in um, future episodes with Andrew, we're going to revisit him a little bit quicker than we normally um, would do. I guess we kind of catch him with you in this stuff to really touch on, um, just to go through all three of those things in a bit more detail. But the next time you'll be hearing from Andrew off, this will be at the Winter Conference. So make sure you catch those presentations that you're doing. And Andrew, thank you very much for taking time out of what is clearly a very busy schedule both in terms of the stuff I know you're doing and the stuff I don't know you're doing, it would appear now. <laughs> so um, thank you very much for finding the time to check in with us again here. And I know that our members really appreciate it. Thank you, Bruce. And um, hope to see you all at conference. And that's the end of this episode. So I hope you can catch me on the next supply cast. Bye. <laughs>